My secretary, Barbara, sent this to me. <laughs> Hi-dee-ho, everybody! I thought you were going to give a hi ya. Oh, oh. hi ya. That, that may have been better. Let's start it over. Okay, here we go. <laughs> hi ya! Okay, there's, that's what I'm talking about. We're, we're legitimately Woo. 10 minutes off the road from the Phoenix All Things Comedy Festival, and we're a little punchy right now. We uh, did multiple podcasts, multiple performances. <laughs> Stayed up late. Drank some Bud Light. It was a great time. But we uh, we said the we, live podcast, some of you guys saw it. It was on the YouTube live. And uh, we went into the crowd a little bit, and we just wanted to make sure that the uh, the good listeners of the Danish and O'Neill had a tasty podcast to digest tomorrow yeah. morning. They also didn't know if they would be able to get us the podcast in time. And sometimes there's sound quality issues, and people become accustomed to the Familiar sounds of the uh, Danish dome. Lesser podcaster would just, hey, let the live podcast uh-huh. ride. You know what we do? We're tired. We're fatigued. <laughs> our voices hurt. Our throats hurt. We say, my wiener hurts. O'Neill's wiener's been overused, overextended. <laughs> let's suck it up and We're let's give it. the people what they need. It's going to be a fucking show. It's going to be a tight hour. We're going to tell you that right off the bat. But, but we're giving you yeah. we're giving you something new. Hey, and don't forget to check out the Danish Rodeo Patreon page. It's uh it's a virtual tip jar. We actually I recorded it for those of you who did the Dan- the level where you can see O'Neill do a uh muscle up and me swim a lap. Yeah. I was looking at my form after uh my lovely lady friend Courtney filmed it. I wasn't happy with what I saw. I'm really, really trying to make some tweaks. Do you really think, changed my life? <laughs> do you think that there was excessive splashing? There Be was honest. not. No, that is no? not the problem. I saw a lady swimming next to you with no splashing, but also wasn't really moving that much. That's the problem. What what I saw is my arms were not bending as much as I would Uh-oh. like. So I, I had to watch some tutorials. Did you, uh, did you put it on like a big screen and did you circle it with like a red electronic pen? I had uh, like, see right there, there's no bend. If you're a fan of the NBA, I had the czar of the Telestrator, Mike Fratelli. Hello, come over and break down the film for me. And uh, I actually, this is, I hate to even admit this. I watched the Michael Phelps film on YouTube. Hey, man. Needed some You're trying tutorials. to improve. There's nothing wrong with that. So then last week, I was really concentrating on my uh, arm motion. Should I rip that down and no. tell we can record Let another it stand. lap? Let it stand if you want to see okay. my old form. <laughs> we'll put that out eventually uh, Go to so the Patreon. can see. And thank you for everybody new who's donated. We appreciate yes, absolutely. everybody and anybody who donates. And, and if you again, don't want to donate, hey, yeah. that's your thing. We still love you. It's your prerogative. We still love but you. But we love you as friends and not as sexual beings. That's as, that's, that's a, I hate to agree with it, but I do agree with it. <laughs> All right. Let's, <laughs> let's get, get in. into, uh, I think we could almost, I mean, I don't know how long it'll take, but I mean, we have to recap the weekend that was. Yes. The Phoenix All Things Comedy Fest. First of all, up top, thank you to everybody who came out to see us at our live podcast. Uh, and we I, were told uh, our podcast and Punch Drunk, two highest attended in the pop-up studios. In the we, pop-up studio. We have that going for us, which is nice. <laughs> I think the song, I Had the Time of My Life, would be the most appropriate. They, uh, there was one lady who didn't like you, and it really, really haunted you. I'm over it now. You're over it. But okay. I could see that. I, look, it's fine. I, I agree. I can be polarizing. And I think some people hate me to start off with, and then they slowly warm up to me, too. Well, then you're wearing a camouflage hat. What is up? Why is, why is this a problem? People hate it. I, I don't think... I, I think have they, long hair coming out the back. I think it's... 
the country is divided right now, and they may think of maybe they're on one side, and they think they maybe they think of you on the other. I don't know. I'm on the I'm in the side that doesn't exist. I'm with the collapse of the government. Well, you need to say that. I wish I made that known. <laughs> I did have a guy come up. He goes, "You look like you hunt. You look like you fish. You look like you're an outdoorsman." And I go, "That's yeah, what I'm talking about." Okay. And, and then, then one guy have- comes up to me. He goes. Let's go out and get some pussy. And I go, all right, you're the creepiest fucking guy I've seen here. Get the fuck away from me. I go, hey, dude, I, I'm, I'm going to bed. Leave me. Yeah. And he goes, no, man. And he was real fucking weird. He goes, where are you staying? And I go, yeah, well, somewhere over there. And I just kind of waved my arm. We uh, we got into town in Phoenix. We drove with the lovely Eleanor Kerrigan. Thank you yeah. for driving, Eleanor. Seven up Kate Kerrigan. So she ran a four-way stop. Uh, a stop sign when she picked O'Neill up and it bothered him. It was an 8 a.m. It was an 8 a.m. Uh, pickup and one block from my house uh, she just blows through and a minivan almost T-boned It's us. a two-way stop that some people, I, I could see why she thought it was a four-way, but it was not. Yeah, well, we got, she, almost got T-boned at 8 a.m. Right away. And from there I had distrusted her driving skills. So She came through though in the clutch. There was a couple of iffy moments, yeah. but overall I'd give her a B plus. At some point then I decided I needed to drive. You took over. I was worried. We, Eleanor and I found out you're very particular when it comes to parking spots. I am with that, and I'm also with the rules of the road. Like, if you you're are, in the left lane... You are strict. ...and you're not passing, you get over in that right fucking lane. You were a state cop, you'd be giving out a lot of tickets. Yeah. They'd yeah. <laughs> be like, look, <laughs> O'Neill, we like how stringent you are, but you're going to loosen up. You're wasting paper for one, and you're burying yourself in work. I'd be rogue, dude. They'd be like, "We got how can we stop O'Neill? He's given the, the department be, a bad reputation. When you'd be winning all the awards. Yeah. Like, for best, you know, giving out the I would be that tickets. guy that's like, they're like, he's too good. This guy's too good. You'd He's be making like Rudy. the rest of us look bad. You'd be like Rudy. You're like Vince Vaughn would come up to you and say, hey, man, tone it's it down. just practice, man. <laughs> why, are you, why are you trying so hard? And the sergeant would say, if you had half the heart of O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> People would fucking beat me with bars of soap in the shower. <laughs> They'd be like, we got to get this. We got to plant drugs on this yeah. motherfucker because we hate him. Guess what? I'm above the law. You can't plant drugs on me. Is that a Steven Seagal above the law? Yeah, absolutely. So we got into Phoenix on Friday, what, like about 2, 2 p.m.? 2 p.m. We uh, went to check in. We saw Dean Del Rey doing his podcast in the pop-up studio. We also saw that the USC football team was there in our hotel. I don't know if we realized that right away, but they no, were but staying was... in our hotel. Lar- they were large gentlemen yeah. for, the, for the ones we saw. Um, we checked in, went right across the street. Saw Burt Kreischer doing his calling for uh, sick. Uh, yeah, we saw the Doug Stanhope. Doug podcast Stanhope was there. there. He was he was on his show. Yeah. And uh, when did we meet Doug Stanhope for the first time? Was it right after that? Then so after that there was a pool party at about five o'clock. Yeah. And we went up there and we got some drinks. No, we met him right after that show. Yeah. Eleanor introduced and us. And then we said, hey, you going to the pool party? He goes, like, oh, yeah. Danish and O'Neill, I've heard you guys. on the. We listened to you. We listened to that five-hour uh, bird cast. We were on the road. It was three different like he times. Said it, yeah, he said it, we, it made it like three different cities. He's like, who's Danish? Who's O'Neill? We said, who was who? I'm Danish. If you don't know my voice by now, that's O'Neill. This is O'Neill. And uh, he goes, oh, your picture's on your podcast. Look so creepy. <laughs> yeah, that was intentional. It was, <laughs> yeah, because I, I think he thought I was, I he, he, he was looking for two pervos. Well, I think he thought that here. was our real look. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, you guys look like pretty normal in real life." Yeah, and we were like, "Oh yeah, we don't look." That I was, think I look too normal. That's why people hate me. That could be because I'm, I'm like, they're like, "Look at this square." No, I don't think they think that. I think they're like, <laughs> "Look at this fucking." 
They're expecting this guy. I think they guy. look like a frat guy or something. I think they're expecting this guy. A lot of pussy splitters up there. <laughs> I have Look, I, there is a frat guy look to me when I walk around. You know what I mean? I see more of like a uh, hunting guy. Hunting, but like also, you know, I don't know. I don't know. There, I have a look that rubs people, some people the wrong way, but it's, it rubs some people the right way. And you need to focus on them. That's all I'm doing. And so we met Doug Stanhope. Uh, Eleanor introduced us because she knows everyone. First of all, she didn't introduce us. And then yeah. I go, hey, Eleanor, we've been sitting here for 10 minutes while you've been talking to him. Why don't you fucking introduce us? Well, and we knew like through Bert that like he yeah, enjoyed he our work on Bert's podcast. And so we're like, you know, I just introduced like. Yeah. It's a weird thing is if you go up to him and it doesn't go well, then you look like a fucking idiot. Like it didn't go well yeah. 12 years ago when I went up to him and said, hey, people tell me I look like you. And he said, people tell me I look like Booger and then just walked away. And we both had that in the back of our minds of we don't want to, you know, you don't want to go over for 2. You, you don't want to have another Booger incident. No. Say I go up to him, he's like, oh, you look like Ogre from Richard the Nerds, and he walks away. <laughs> so then after that, uh, we go up to the pool party, and... Uh, pool party was nice. He, so he's like, hey, you guys, Dan O'Neill, I'm going to take off all my clothes. It's just 5 o'clock. Yeah. Sun's up. There's families here, too. So It's on the roof of this a nice hotel. So he's like, take off your pants and your underwear... And join me for a swim. Well, I, t- I touched the water, and he said, how is it? And I said, it's not bad. Yeah, so then I said, I don't know if taking off all our clothes is such a good idea. He's like, ah, come on. And I said, well, there's two families right there. Yeah. And he goes, oh, that could be an issue. Plus, there's like security there that's like really kind of like keeping yeah. a tight eye on, on the, the place. So then he said, let's get in our underwear. So I got in my underwear, and uh, I jumped in. O'Neill jumps Didn't in. Didn't seem like a problem. Doug Stanhope does a dive in first of all, four feet of water. It was three and a half. Which is dangerous. And I, I was getting I was literally screaming while he was in the air. It's only three feet deep. <laughs> he, but he sometimes he does that like Jackknifed yeah, it. Jackknifed it up. He may have been he may have tried out for the SEALs. I don't know if he finished the program. But those shallow dives, that's lifeguard material. And he went. Like, it was a, it was an aggressive dive. It wasn't. It was a real dive. It wasn't like you know, a it, fake. He was going. It was almost dive. like his eyes were open, and then he goes, oh, shit, it's only three feet deep, and just fucking arced it. That could have ended with some big headlines. Could have been a wheelchair. Could have been bad news. But he comes up, instantly scolds me for telling him that the water wasn't that bad, and gets out almost immediately because he said it was cold. And then says, you need to get out of the pool to me. And gave me a towel, and I go, it's fine, I'm not cold. And he goes, no, I'm telling you right now, it's freezing cold, get out of the pool. And I said, no, I'm Well, fine. then I felt that he was shaming me for my bad advice, so then I was like, now I have to go in the pool. Yeah. So I get into my undies, and I jump in the pool. Me undies, you get in me undies. We're not sponsored yet, <laughs> uh, so I wear champion undies at the moment. And then, uh, But I'm open, if you want to spot pay, I'll wear your undies. Yeah, so we swam. We swam we a bit. We were, we were drinking uh, mixed drinks called the King Kong. It basically was uh, Eric, the man, the vice president, excuse me, at the comedy <laughs> store was giving me shit. He's like, what are you drinking? A uh, uh, pina colada? I was like, <laughs> oh, sorry, hey, tough guy. You drive a scooter to fucking work. And that's true. Let's yeah. keep in mind, this man does drive a he scooter. He wears a homemade reflective vest. He wears a crossing guard vest. No, he wears like a construction worker who's working <laughs> on the side of the highway who genuinely needs to be seen so he doesn't get run over. And he drives a moped as his main source of vehicle. Yeah, maybe you're beating traffic, but get a motorcycle. Let's Tell you what, honest. those King Dongs tasted pretty good. I pounded, like we drank, I pounded one where you looked and you're like, oh my God, you finished that? Dude, yeah, it give you a fucking brain freeze. I drank I that aggressive. one really fast. I got aggressive with I it. almost had to take a knee, and not for Kaepernick, 
I had to take a knee because I was I ate those sliders and I was about ready to shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, at this festival, and I've only ever been to one other festival. This is your first, right? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, comedy festival. So, like, every, all alcohol and food was comped pretty much, which is unbelievable. Pretty much. Which is unbelievable. Was. I we mean, almost ordered the tomahawk. <laughs> the <laughs> tomahawk became the talk of the town. There was So downstairs, there was this great Mexican restaurant. Let's give him a plug. If you're in the Phoenix area, Malo Taqueria. Yeah. Beaut- Is it Taqueria or Taqueria? Taqueria, I think. Whatever. I so uh, you go in there, and they're like, yeah, you can eat whatever you want downstairs. So we go in there, and <laughs> at the bottom of the menu oh. is something called the tomahawk. I don't need, still don't know what's it, what it was. It, it's called the tomahawk for two. It's $125, <laughs> and we were going to get three of them. We wanted to get three for two people. Me, you, and Eleanor. By the way, would have been, qu- quick tangent. Fucking $375. Quick tangent, but it was all comped. Quick tangent. We found out Eleanor Kerrigan is some of the weirdest eating habits oh. I've ever seen. Never doesn't know what a date is. Never tried a date. Never eaten hummus. Never never had what was the no the guacamole. weirdest thing? guacamole. Never had an avocado. Never had an avocado. Listen, doesn't like beans. Does not like beans. Can't eat anything with doesn't like chicken with a bone. No bone. <laughs> no, no bone. No hey, bone. dice. No bone. <laughs> no bone. Never uh what was the other oh never had a burrito. Never had a burrito. One burrito. One One burrito. Breakfast burrito. Didn't like it. Can't have Mexican food with beans at all. Or rice. Or rice. Yeah. Oh, no. Also, she didn't know the difference between beans and rice. Yeah. Because evidently, they were always combined, and she could never tell the two apart. We were trying to figure out, like, what do you eat? Because we went to this place. Great food. It was, like, light, non-greasy. You know, some... It was, like, high-end Mexican. Yes. Done well. Yeah. And so, and it's all free. And she, there was nothing on the menu she could eat. So she just asked the waitress, like, basically. She basically, yeah, she made a, it was a grilled cheese. Basically to say, like, is it was there a, a grilled cheese menu? taco. Is there a kid's a grilled cheese quesadilla, basically? No meat. But not even done. I, I could see her being like, I won't eat a quesadilla, but you have to make that. It was crazy. It was special order. We were, we couldn't fathom. I was shocked. It. We couldn't handle and it. And appalled. It was wild. Yeah. And then, so we kept going back to that place and she kept having to eat around it. She was pissed. I was like, this is the best fucking place here. And it's free. Yeah. It's a a good fucking deal. It is a good fucking deal. Uh, Are you kidding me? A a free podcast? But free, all free accommodations? I knew I had to pace myself with the alcohol. Free alcohol is the, is the undoing of my, with many events for me. Well, with free food is, it's the combination is your kryptonite. Yes, yes. That's it. It leads to. <laughs> but I did pace myself well. I think uh, we both did. We didn't get crazy. Well, last night I got a little bit. But I was like, a little drunk when I performed. But you weren't like insane. I was like six or seven beers in. Granted, we performed at like one forty, one thirty. Yeah, I was, was like late. six or seven beers deep in about two and a half hours. That's it was fun. not that bad. That's having a good time. Yeah. Having a good time. We're all having a good time. <laughs> Uh, so that was so we're eating. Never got the tomahawk. We were all things comedy. We didn't run up the bill. If you go Out there, of respect for you. We didn't do it. If you're in Phoenix, you go there. Tell us how the tomahawk is. Yeah, if anyone's had the tomahawk at the uh, Malo t- Taqueria, please let us know how it was. Yeah, I'm dying to know. I'm, in, I'm intrigued. I'm, You've piqued my interest. You caught my eye. So then um, Friday night. Punch Drunk Sports uh, podcast. Many of our friends, the Diaz brothers, GSP, uh, Drunk Katie, Andrew Dice Clay. 
were all all called into this show, and they were perform. They had uh, their podcast in the pop up studio, which yeah. was uh, right by the comedy club there, the stand up live. And we were right after that, so we showed up a little early. And they said, "Show up a little early if you'd like uh, to come on." And we said, uh, "Yeah, by all means." So we were there. Bert Kreischer popped in. He had uh, about eight king size candy bars for some reason. Uh, well, the reason was because it's sober October, I guess. So he has to binge on candy. I don't know. We support Drunktober, and that we're gonna go. We were dr- drunk and Drunktober has been a good month for us. Hell thus of far. a month. Uh, so yeah, so the, they, their show gets underway, and then Doug Stanhope pops. He in. shows up. First of all. Let me give you the layout. I missed a lot of it. I was in the bathroom. If you happen to, I watch. know you had your stomach was hurt. Yeah, so uh, people were calling in. I had to go to the bathroom. I know. I come back. I, f- I hear dice called, GSP called. I mean, I let missed me, it all. Let me paint a picture of what this little podcast studio. Yeah, please. Bright fluorescent lights throughout. It was almost like a small, workspace cleared out. Like yeah, it was like a small shoe store. Yes, that was empty now with plate glass windows facing, facing a busy street and a busy sidewalk. Yes. and it's it's lit where the audience is. It's lit where the podcast is being presented. All the, the whole room writing. is probably only five six hundred square feet. Not big. So Ari, um, he Ari Shafir, he uh, enjoys. Showing his testicles and his penis. He does. Well, in his defense, they ask him if he has a new belt. Yeah. I mean, they, he's always know. getting new belts. Oh, they were also whipping him with snap pops while I was sitting That up was there. some sort of, uh, they do a thing called bag weird. of bats. And it was very loud. And it was near yeah. his eyes and ears. Very dangerous. Well, so anyway, so he takes, he shows off his new belt, but he shows it around the audience. Now, while this and is by happening. by showing off his belt, we mean he's completely naked. His balls and his dick everywhere. With his belt on. So as... People are walking by and they're looking in. Next thing you know, a family walks by and looks in. The Vinci's Ari, the dick and balls. And now we think this guy's going to be a sex offender. Yeah, it was uh, risque behavior, it, yeah. to say the least. To say the least. We didn't, Danish and O'Neill would like to get it out there that we did not encourage that behavior. I don't know if the tape says differently. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I tried to hit his nuts. With a uh, Butterfinger. Which you did have a truce with him. Yeah, but I don't think the Butterfinger counts. I'm with you. I stand with you on that. So, uh, are you me too? I'm me <laughs> Hashtag too. Hashtag me too. Uh, in terms of agreeing with you. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Uh, so, then Doug Stanhope shows up and things get... Doug Stanhope was kind of like uh, almost the unofficial leader, I think, of the weekend. In ter- I, like, I got that vibe. Do you get that vibe? Yeah, He was yeah. just everywhere. He was the chairman of the weekend. He was just like weekend. really like making the rounds. He was the, uh, he was the uh, Frank Sinatra. You of, just of, didn't know where he would show up. And I'll say that this is our first encounter with him. Super nice guy. Way more approachable than I yeah. would have thought. Just like from the uh, looking afar. Yeah. Uh, very nice to us. So very accommodating. Who knows? In the future, we could maybe appear on his podcast. We'll see. I don't know. So anyway, we'll cut the story short a little bit. Uh, he said, "Doug's like, I got to get out of here. I'm I'm going somewhere else." I had come out of the bathroom at this point, and I was uh, yeah. I was talking. I was on the show. So he says, "I got to go." Ari has his back towards the street where the window is. Yeah, and he thinks Doug has left. Doug said, "I got to go smoke a cigarette because he smoked inside." Well, he also said like, he had to he had to get leave. He goes, "And I don't want to I don't want to get you guys in trouble. I'm going to leave. I'll go smoke outside." So what happens here is uh, Doug sneaks up behind Ari. Next thing, this happened quickly. I, I had the perfect angle on it. I didn't even see it. I had the perfect angle, and I you see, could see it? Doug's penis. Oh, you were on the end, so you could look right at Ari. Yeah, and I, I was see. Like, Ari was like 
too far to my left to see. And I see urine coming out of it as he starts urinating on Ari Shafir. Ari's pant leg. No, you know, he got it was like oh, the hit side. His, oh, hit his side yeah. and went down. Yeah. Ari reacted very slowly to it because he got a lot on him. Yeah, it was a, there was a de- decent amount of piss that What flowed. I was amazed at, and I discussed this with Doug Stanhope himself last night, is that when his dick came out of the zipper... It was ready to go. The piss was already... Like I, I told him, sometimes I hesitate by myself in a yeah. closed bathroom. He may have started peeing in his pants he and then pulled it out. He said he had to go bad. And I'm oh, gonna, okay. He, so likes to, he can party pretty hard. I give him that. And so he, he it, like the piss was like coming out at, at perfect timing. And this is in front of a crowd. But there it was, was a crowd there. And then he and then he cut, Ari jumped up a little bit, got on the chair. He zipped it up, and he, "Good night, folks. I'm out of here." That's a closer. You can't follow that. No. And so, but here's the thing: the Danish and O'Neill podcast had to follow that, which is hard to do. So we a lot went, of people stayed after the punch because I think we have uh, listeners in common. But then there yeah. were some people who came in specifically to there see were. us, which was which was nice. And some people left halfway through. It was weird because their because meter expired. Well, it was weird that because I think it was just like an, a walk-in thing, and it was it is a free podcast, and all of the podcasts it was free to were watch. Free. Yeah. Uh, so some of them I think had no clue who we were, but for I'd say ninety percent of the people, well, that I are, asked people, it seemed like everybody yeah. genuinely knew. Well, the people who left, I except think. that ambassador dude who walked in. But By he the way, said he we'll, was happy that he stayed. Yeah. By the way, we're recapping a podcast that we'll end up releasing, <laughs> so we should probably just fucking move on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You'll, but you'll the figure podcast it out. went well. It was very nice to meet White Bread, the legendary White Bread, after the show. I Go-kart feel bad. Glenn as well. I feel bad that I, I didn't give uh, White Bread enough time, but we were kind of meeting a lot of different people. Yeah. But it was uh, it was great to meet. And White Bread's been on fire since. I think he was inspired. He seemed. Uh, we were both genuinely excited to meet each other. Because it's yeah. like you, you hear, you see what white bread sends in. Not what I feel like you knew. Not no, what I not, expected. He's not white bread at all. No. He's, he's like just, a cool guy. He's, uh, I'd give him multi-grain. <laughs> yes. And go-kart Glenn. I think he's sourdough. Go-kart Glenn, he does know his go-karts. You talk to him. We he talk issued shop. challenges to you. He seemed to know his way around the track. He, he said there's a track eight miles from here. It did just close. But he said if. <laughs> close like forever or close for the no, night? No, just close for the night. Um, and I believe he went and saw us do stand-up after two. Oh, did he? I believe he did. Okay. Remember he said uh, his yeah. lady, friend, I don't know if they're married or what their status is, but she had to work at 4 a.m. and real trooper. Yeah. She was sticking it out throughout the evening. But then, and then the next day, uh, we went and did the Steve Renazizi Hear Me This Book in front of a live wait, audit. Wait. You were skipping a big, what? big part of this story. What? So we wake up at 9 a.m., Oh yeah, this is a big part. Oh yeah, that's a big shot. There was a uh, there was a hike planned. Ari said we want to go hiking. Ari Shafir, very into nature, way more than I would ever expect out of a weirdo like. Well, this him. is the first time you've gone hiking with him. Yeah, but he's big into hiking. Yeah, he, and he's asked me before, and I've just never been able to make it happen. Yeah, you you're a regular hiking partner. Wait, the story I've been out in the infamous, wilderness. Infamous story of you seeing him shit. And just doing the mushrooms in yeah. the wilderness, and he got scared by the moose. That's true. The moose is pussy. loose. <laughs> moose pussy. <laughs> Nothing better. <laughs> Taste. Taste just like uh, yeah, not well, chicken. So let me tell you. So, there, so the problem was is that you have some new shoes. You only brought one pair, which I, I always bring two because I never know what's I usually happen. bring a pair to, if we're going to do any sort of like active activity see i always assume that there's going to be some sort of activity see i blew it on that front i thought the schedule looked so chock full of activities 
buy all things comedy. Well, by the way, you guys were like, what, 8 a.m.? I'm not getting the fuck up at 8 a.m. I wasn't hiking. that pumped about it. Dude, we performed at like once. Oh, no, but it's hiking in Arizona. No, I get that. but Good it's, times. It's early. Yeah. So, um, you got to get that good morning hike. So, not only were my shoes new, they're actually old, but they're just not worn. You no, know, when I saw them, I go, dude, I've seen these shoes a lot. I don't wear them a lot. I know, but I've seen them. Yeah. They're sitting here. I see yeah. them a lot. Yeah, I've had them for years. Yeah. And I, I'm often very slow to wear something new. I don't know why, what it is about me. Uh, it's an odd uh, uh, Piccadillo, I guess you would say. Yeah, it's like when my dad would buy a new truck he would let my brother drive it forever because he didn't want to drive it i don't know what is same yeah, I, thing I, I can relate to it he's like dad just drive it around i'm still gonna drive this old my old piece of shit that's falling apart for a while so anyway that was the only pair of shoes i brought a that's my first mistake and the shoes are like a suede material and very white and i was like i'm gonna destroy them if i hike in these yeah but all i had were flip-flops and i said to o'neill who's a you're a bit of a ranger rick when it comes to the outdoors yeah. That guy had you pegged right as an outdoorsman. Did maybe I don't know why I'm I'm not offended by it, but I just wonder. You do, in his defense, carry uh, a yeah. Rambo style bullets of granola bars across your chest. <laughs> you know what it is? I think because it's not. I'm not just. I think it's also like I'm not just that. There's a lot of other, a lot of other levels. Isn't there a song? I'm not just that. Probably. I can't. I'm assuming it. somebody. I'm too tired. In the history of music. No, but like I think of a chorus that it's okay. like something. Like, it's not Maybe. just that, okay? Hey, I don't know why. Well, You're I, more than a hunter. It's like I'm not even it. offended by it, but I um, I guess, yeah, I don't well, know why I would be. It's not just that, okay? He likes other things. <laughs> likes riding, likes racing go karts. Wow. <laughs> so I say to you, uh, all I have is flip flops. Will these be okay? And you say, yeah, I, I hike Griffith Park and flip Yeah, It should be cool. It's not going to be comfortable, Yeah, but you can get by. So I slather my feet, because my feet always get burned. The top of my feet get burned. Yeah. So I douche it up in uh, lotion. Which may have made your, them slipperier. A little bit, but I did need the protection. It was a conundrum. So we drive that. Oh, first of all, Ari has no idea where we're going. Yeah. Then when we get there, he goes, there's too many people here. What's annoying about Ari is he's made this stance of he refuses to get a smartphone. I, don't, I think he claims, <laughs> A, because people are addicted to phones. Two, he believes that uh, child sl- children slaves are making the phones. Which, yeah, they, I think that's... Children pretty- slaves are making everything. Yes, yeah, so they don't wear shoes. By the way, there's pros and cons of that because otherwise those, a lot of those children would be prostitutes in those countries. Better jobs, probably making a phone. Yeah. Uh, either or is probably not great. Not great, but there are things, there are some, <laughs> if you want to call them benefits, but they're just realities of living in those areas. So anyway... An annoying thing about his stance is he needs a phone for a lot of things. So he'd be like, oh, look it up on your phone. And it's like annoying because he should be the one having to, you know, like this is his thing. And I go, I don't know what we're looking for. I don't, I don't know either. I don't have a phone. Figure out how to get there. And it's like, figure out how to get. I don't know where we're so going. So he basically. He sends me, he sent me like a map with some trail names. I go, which, which trail are we going? I don't know. Look it up and read about them. I go, I don't know. But he basically makes himself into a child of like, oh, I, I don't know. You guys all, this is all yeah. your thing. You have smartphones. I don't. And so you, we have to do all the work. We have to figure out where we're going. We're like, it was like 20 minutes away. So we get there and he's like, this isn't the right place. There's too many cars here. There's too many people. I, I, we can't hike here. I go, look, dude, we're parking. All right. I'm not driving around. We have to be somewhere at, at one. Yeah. So get out. So then we get out and he, of course, is like, we're not taking the trail. We're going to. 
We're going to find our own trail. I go, all right, fine by me. I'm nervous because, and I'm looking and this is like, by the way, there weren't that many people there. Not a lot. You also though, didn't you not want to go see people or was that more him? Oh no, I don't. I hate, I, yeah. I, if I'm hiking, I don't want to fucking see anybody. So it seemed like you were on board with like. I fi- yeah, I'm like, you don't want to go? All right. <laughs> I'm totally on board with that. And I'm nervous because I'm looking at the terrain and it looks pretty rocky. And yeah. I'm in legit flip-flops. And this is Arizona desert, so everything's prickly. I should have gone... Cactuses, bushes, I should, trees. I should have gone socks with my flip-flops, like uh, the great Bill Dillman that probably could be, yeah. I don't, I don't think so, though. I think oh, that would have not... Because it's hard to probably get the would've. thong all the way no, in. No, once you wedge it in there, it's, it's in It there. always becomes permanent. John Little, loves. he used to walk around with flip-flops with socks all the time. The, rough, ones, the thong that splits your toe. It's a rough look. It's not good. It's not good at all. Not good. It's terrible. I, even on a hike, I was like, I can't do it. So we start hike. It's uh, the three of us, Eleanor and Ari Shafir. And we make our the own The two trail. of us, I'm sorry, Eleanor and Ari Shafir. So, we make, so I'm kind of like the uh, so Sherpa that goes up O'Neal's first. O'Neal's our leader. Clearly, you're in the best hiking shape. Yeah, lot, there's a lot of lagging going on. A lot of huffing and puffing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like a, climbing, so I'm going, I like where, the, I want to do some bouldering. I'm a man of, of, of the pool. My lungs aren't, aren't used to high elevation, even though it wasn't high elevation. 1,200 feet. What was bad for me is that I guess what we were trying to do in hindsight is you were trying to, we were taking like a hard route to try to meet the trail at like this yeah. high point. Intersect it. Yes. So that we could take the trail down. So every step for me, I had to be very sure, A, that the rocks weren't going to move because I'm in very bad footwear. Also rattlesnakes. I wasn't really concerned with really? that. Really? I mean, oh, I, was, I was like, I was keeping my head. There was little holes in all these oh, boulders yeah. where I was like, "There's snakes in." By the way, there. I've never been to this sort of desert. I've never seen like I don't think I've ever seen a live. You've huge, never been to Arizona. Yeah, I've never seen a huge cactus, which was cool. There was cactus everywhere, yeah. cacti everywhere. Uh, the scenery was beautiful. This place, it was. But it was nice. Every hand, I had to make sure my handholds were all. Like very secure because like it's brittle rock too. And my shoe, the, my flip flops are very stripped on the. I need new ones. The, yeah. the grip is Jesus. You had nothing going yeah, for you on this. Horrid. And so every step, I had to like be very like sure of because a lot like some of this was like it wasn't like straight up and down climbing, but it was like some of it was a little sketchy. We had to be careful. I mean, you some of it you could go around. Yeah. Some of it I was I was climbing the rocks. You were taking you could go. The and hardest. I thought Ari. I don't know why he was he. He's the guy who was like, oh, let's climb rocks. And he was like, uh, is there like another route where you can just go around this here? I was following him a lot, but he did this one he thing. He was leading you. Where was... I think Eleanor, you went over this path. Then Eleanor went over the path. You like went out of our sight line. Yeah. And then Ari steps on this rock and almost like Goonies, it just sinks. Like It breaks. Did it break or I think no, it just it broke off. It just sunk like three. Yeah, I just see him sink three feet into the ground <laughs> and it made the loudest noise. It was like it was a rock over a gap and then the rock because I guess sl- when I looked down, it had broken off. Just but it had broken off like it hadn't like broken off at an angle. It had just broken off and dropped straight. Like three feet. And I just <laughs> yeah. see him falling into the earth. And I hear rock on rock. It was loud. Yeah. It sounded like an Indiana Jones, like a rock, uh, like a big wall opening. He had about a second of free fall. <laughs> and he, I think he let out some sort of gasp. Some I, sort of womanly groan. I think Eleanor was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, and I was like, oh, are you okay? And he, and, oh, my God. And I was like, you could have just lost your foot or like, that could have been bad. And he was like, oh, I didn't even think it was loose. And, you uh, got to check those rocks. 
That, I trust me. I know with the flip flops, every any movement yeah. I took. See, but it was probably better for you because the, you know what? That's the equivalent of go, walking barefoot. You everything. I was, I was. You're more cautious. That's legitimately every move I took was like like what's my next move going to be? Like say I slipped. Like I had to really plan out everything yeah. I did. Although I only had one. Uh, even though I had terrible footwear, I only had one thing where I put my hand down and got like a... Yeah, I mean, it wasn't... Uh, I got some prickers on my hand, but other than that, I bare. was fine. It was pretty but, uh, bare it was a, landscape. It was a great... I was sweating my tits off. Of course, though, we got morning. to the trail and we're walking down. Ari's like, uh, uh, let's go off the trail. And I go, okay, you sure? He goes, yeah. Of course, then we get into a situation where it's like, uh, how are we going to get down from here? Yeah. I go, well, we're going to have to climb. And we ran into some trouble. We were under this huge... Uh, like, it was just crazy. Like, it was just like this huge tabletop rock on this like vertical oh, rock it was like it was a giant rock that was balancing on like a quarter size base and so you look you're like is this gonna fall on her head but i mean it was just it's it was been there forever no but it's just crazy to yeah. sit under it you're like this i is was crazy. Pi- i was pulling at there was like something was like Ari, a, Ari was getting pissed it was like it. a jenga piece that was in the side and it was loose and i was trying to shake it out Ari was pissed. And he's like, stop doing that what are you doing this whole thing's going to collapse on us. Don't be an idiot. And I go, dude. This thing, he, go, he goes, I'm telling you right now, it's been there for thousands of years. Stop touching it. He was, he didn't like what you were doing. But right around then, Eleanor took video of this. We'll see if she'll send it to us. Maybe we'll release it. Ari takes out. If you don't know, we've talked about this before. Ari Shafir has a lot of asshole problems. I guess his ass constantly bleeds. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm going to throw up. And he had his ass tampon in, Ugh. and he thought that this was a good point. We were taking a break. To take it out and starts taunting O'Neill with it that he's going to throw it at him. Which is, this is the second time that he's decided to do this. O'Neill bows up into a fighting stance. I, t- I was, if that would have hit me, I would have punched him and knocked him off that rock. I was behind Ari with a rock because that's assault. It you was, assault me with a bloody <laughs> shit covered piece of toilet paper. I would rather you, that's probably the, the last thing I would ever want to have happen. Especially from him of all, not that you want it from anybody. But I he, don't know what's in his blood. <laughs> No, but it's probably not. It's probably it's probably more than just blood. I don't think doctors would know. He's a <laughs> fucking medical medical mystery. mystery. Yeah. So they went. You were on the high ground, Ari, between and then me. So he had the upper ground. I'm on behind me. Ari in the lowest of the ground, and I thought he might just do a fake pivot, pump fake at you, turn yeah. to me. So I had a rock in my hand that I was going to whip this, at him. This was like a Flash Gordon fight. Do you remember when he's fighting on that? That thing that keeps like rolling up and down. I don't and the know spikes Flash come Gordon up. well, but I'm vaguely familiar. When he battles this guy, yeah. he's on this he's on this platform that moves. So and he had very little room to work with without falling off into outer space. So that's where I was. There wasn't a lot of room yeah. on this rock. And you were you had your back off. to the wall. Yeah. I had everything Eleanor's, against me. Eleanor's filming, really getting a kick out of it. But she was in the line of fire like Clint Eastwood in that movie as well. But they dated at one point. That's so true. They were lovers. They, so there is that relationship. Yeah, so he probably wasn't going to do it. Uh, he eventually did a throw like... To the side. But yeah. if the wind had caught it, you it hit me know. in the arm. And I got shit-streaked arm. Leave us to say, as a man who loves nature, you left his bloody ass tampon up there for other people to... To enjoy and other animals to uh, use as uh, nesting material. We saw some fucking maniac on a mountain bike. My guy was great riding up up this terrain and then down. Very impressive. The Work. down isn't as mu- the up is the down though. I guess if he stayed on the trail, but some of those areas were pretty hairy. Yeah, I mean, I, for me as a mountain biker, the up was the big. I was like, this. I watched this guy climb and go, this is fucking crazy. Um, other than that, I don't know. If, was there anything else eventful? On well, the high, the, oh, the, on the way home. The way was, home. Oh, it was, that hurt so bad. Uh, so, 
maybe two blocks from where we were hiking, <laughs> there's a Walmart where you could have bought shoes. Then about three blocks from that, there's Target. A, there's a, and then the, in that Target, there's a Payless shoes. In there, there's another place called Something Footwear. And then there's a Ross where we I've bought Velcro shoes for five dollars before. which <laughs> would have been appropriate for this. So pretty much there was, uh, but no one thought on the way there no. to be like, why don't we stop by Ross or Payless shoes? Or Target or Walmart and just buy some cheap fucking shoes. But we didn't see those. And you guys were all very, you guys were nice. It made, you know, you obviously knew that I was going to be a little slower. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was tough, but it wasn't impossible. But it definitely would have been probably easier if I had shoes yeah. on my feet. But it's, it's a story that people, when they're facing an obstacle, they can look back on your <laughs> yeah. hike and Tarrowing. flip-flops and be like, if he can get through this. So yeah. can I. I can overcome whatever it is. What is it? Cancer or like... Maybe you're trying to run a marathon. Paraplegic? Anything. Yeah. I don't know. It's a mystery. <laughs> I'm writing a book called Hiking with Sandals. How to do it. It's uh, going to be two volumes. I don't think I got a burn on my feet, which I was shocked. I really did do shit heavy, though. None of us oh, got burned. O'Neill brings a bag of hats if you ever hike with him. Yeah, uh, he gave I, Ari a hat. Because I, I feel bad for people. So people go unprepared, and I know. I've been with Ari a million times. Ari now relies on me to bring a hat for him. And he has a prominent ball spot that can yeah. really be attacked by that sun. I have a hat that wraps literally around my face. It protects my face, my neck, and uh, like the front of my face. It's one of those it hats that has the, uh, the Sahara Desert neck flaps. Your uh, fiancé loves it. Yeah, she won't go hiking with me if I'm wearing it. She goes, I'd rather you get burned and have skin cancer than to look like an idiot that you look like wearing this. That's a, that's a bold I stance. I went to the Rams games. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to start wearing it on a day-to-day basis in like five years. <laughs> I was wearing it as round. I mean. Uh, yeah, Ari was wearing a hat similar to that, like kind of a wraparound yeah. uh, hat. Eleanor had a visor. I was wearing a baseball hat, but uh, no one got burned, surprisingly. No. It was good times. And it was early enough that it was a better idea to wake up early because the sun wasn't as powerful. Yeah. So then that night, uh, we head out to the Tempe Improv to do another podcast with Steve Redizizi called Hear Me This Book. Did uh, I believe he'll be releasing it. Live podcasting, <laughs> by the way. Here's the weird part. We're yeah. to talk about our podcast, too. Because it's so this was only our second live podcast. And as stand-ups, we're ingrained in us that when there's an audience there, you need to get several laughs per minute. Yeah, like, and if, if, if there's, like, any lull, you're like, oh, shit, we're bombing horribly. But in a podcast, it's not designed where it's a laugh no, per minute. No, but for it's us, just, it's kind of... No, I know. That's what's the weird... But when it's live, like, here, this feels fine. Yeah. But live, when you're seeing people, you're like, wait, they're just looking at us like we're fucking weird. Especially in that room, because it was so well lit. Yes. That literally, and people are five feet from you, that you're feel, you could feel, they're, they're not judging you. They, maybe they have a time of their life, but you can't tell because there's not constant laughter. Well, and, uh, yeah, it's just a weird, it's a weird thing. And we dipped into the crowd a little bit, just because people are sitting there and you can see them. And so, like, but we're like in your mind, you're like, is this going to even work in terms of audio? Because people can't see. Yeah, well, then it just becomes like, hey, there's live crowd here. Let's entertain them. Yeah. With, but the bigger listening audience obviously isn't there. One of the reasons why we're doing one right now. Yeah. We'll either release that one as a bonus midweek or save it for a backup if we need one for some reason. I think obviously too, it's the more you do it live, you know, it's like the easier it becomes. Yeah. But some of them, so. So we go do uh, uh, the Hear Me This Book, which yep. is a podcast where somebody reads a book, 
Then Steve asked him about it. In this case, Ari and you were supposed to read a book. I read the book. And then... Ari looked at the cliff notes like 10 minutes before the show. But the, and the book, too, is like... I mean, I've, I've seen both movies. The, the old black and white movie and then the remake of the movie. The book was Lord of the Flies. And so then Renazizi and I were just supposed to ask you about the book. But so this crowd that showed up, though, obviously this isn't their fault... I think they thought there was going to be a stand-up show. And Renazizi did like 25 minutes of stand-up. And there was an opener. Yeah, and then we come out and they set up the podcasting platform <laughs> in a comedy club where people had just seen stand-up. And so we get out there and, and once again, we're feeling the pressure. So we're doing a lot of crowd work. We're trying to get something going. A lot of fucking around. Because hear me, this book also isn't like a hilarious laugh-a-minute podcast. No, it's about a book. Yeah, it's about a book. <laughs> And the problem is, as me, the only guy who read the book, because Ari's arguing one point that he's completely wrong but on. But it's also good. He had to take that, you know, you yeah. have to take that angle to try to mine something but out But my of job it. was to, like, constantly go back to the book, and you could yeah. feel the crowd, like, uh, you know, and it's just like. I mean, there were lulls, but there was good times. Yeah. It was, it was, I mean, but it's hard, too, when you get into Lord of the Flies to make it hilarious. Yeah, it's like, I'm just <laughs> telling you about Lord time. of the Flies. I don't know. So that's why certain podcasts don't lend themselves well uh, to live shows, ours can be anything. I think in it could general, be current events. It could be us railing against somebody, or it could just be us interacting. Yeah, and but, I think if we do book, it again, you have to finish the book at some point. You got to be done with the book. I'd almost like to either bring audience members up where we can engage with them. Yeah, uh, so you could, the people at home can hear what they're saying. Um, or have like maybe questions if people have questions just to make it a little more interactive. Yeah, but that book, I mean, people enjoyed it, but the book. Again, you still got to talk about the fucking book. Yeah. You got to get through the book. Yeah. And a lot wanna... of people are like, I don't even come here to watch, hear about a fucking book. <laughs> I came here to see We don't even know stand-up. if that's the case, to be honest. I mean, some people left. Yeah, maybe they did. I mean, it wasn't a disaster. No. But also, we would get it back. We would go into the crowd. We would throw stuff out. You, yeah. That's the thing. We're trying. There's four of us, and all of us do crowd work. So. Yes. But again, I'm going to have to say it again. At some point, you got to come back to the book. You do. <laughs> Sometimes you got to hear about Piggy. Ralph so I was Piggy. sweating it a little bit. Oh, and yeah. it wasn't even my name on the show. Oh, and I was the guy who had to deliver the medicine. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. No, it was still fun, yeah. Uh, but it was an hour of it. After that, we went headed back to, uh, by the way, as O'Neill said, USC was staying in our hotel, the football team. Didn't really see many of the players. We talked to one of the strangers. Except that one guy that was like 6'9". Yeah. And sh- fucking shredded. We said, are you, are you talking to us? Are you looking at us? Fuck you, man. Yeah, I pulled my blade on him. Yeah, go so fuck keep, yourself. Keep walking. Dana Shane O'Neill here. Don't fuck with us. Cut his Achilles tendon. He'll never never hit the <laughs> yeah. ball again. Yeah. Can't he'll, pivot. He'll be, he'll be, <laughs> be slicing him. Slicing him, huh? He'll quit the game. <laughs> uh, we saw the strength and conditioning coach in the... Uh, Elevator. How do we know he's a strength and conditioning coach? Where's <laughs> a USC be, strength yeah, and conditioning? You do the math. <laughs> he wears a USC strength and conditioning t-shirt. <laughs> and he's fucking jacked. <laughs> ripped. Yeah. And I said, hey, what time's the game? He said, 7.45, late. And I was like, oh, okay. He goes, what are you guys doing here? I'm like, oh, we're here for a comedy festival. He's like, oh, that's cool, man. Like, he's like real impressed. I know. It's like, take care, motherfuckers. And uh, USC trounced Brody Stevens' uh, Arizona State yeah. Sun Devils. Then we went up, performed. Uh, we were drinking. Car. We drank pretty heavy. Yeah, because you know what? I got addicted to the bucket of beers. It was the nice. Guy, when the guy goes for the podcast at the Tempe Improv, he goes, do you want all these beers? Because Sober October, 
Ari's doing Sober October, Renazizi, whatever. It's Jeez. lame. I'm not into it. Boring. So he goes, you want us to just bring all these? Because I said I need two to three beers we just go- for that hour. We were going off this sort of mentality. Does Bushman like to party? Rock the Bushman. Rock the Bushman. Folks. <laughs> uh, so then Wait, the guy goes, I cut Bush off. Let's, okay. let's hear him. Let's say. Folks, man, if you're not ready to party, get out. <laughs> it's got a point. Ari and Steve. That was where we were at. Uh, maybe you and I offered Ari beers throughout the weekend, but are we have bad memories. What are you going to do? Say, Ari, you want a drink? You're, you probably are Jones. So this guy on. goes, I can bring these beers out in a bucket. And we go, yeah, yes, please. Why bring all these beers out in a fucking bucket. I almost wanted him to pour the beers in the bucket. We and drink, drink out of yeah, the bucket. Two straws. <laughs> one bucket. Four beers, just pour it in. Then at the next club, because all this Stand shit. Stand up live all in this downtown shit is free, Phoenix. We go, hey. How we, we go, I go, do you, are there buckets? Do you guys have buckets? Yeah, we're like, we all want to. She brings s- us a bigger bucket than the last oh, one. Stella was like a fucking. Yeah. Big, like say one, you make a little small sandcastle. The next one's like a big mansion. I feel like I can't drink without buckets of beers anymore. I know, it really does spoil it. This is a giant and pail in ice, and they're in front of you. I know, and we're carrying the bucket around. <laughs> Somebody goes, "Hey, do you, where'd you get that beer?" I go, it's "For the bucket." Let's go. Come. I brought your uh, fiance's friend was uh, happened to be there. She's on a podcast. Yeah. I said, "Hey, you want a beer?" I went and got her a beer from the bucket. Dude, bucket I of beers. I felt like the king the of the world. I felt like I was on top of the world. I felt like a kid at the beach who was drinking beers. It makes you drink faster, though, because you're eyeing that bucket, and you're like... Yeah, someone like- was, also, someone was fingering one of my beers. Really? Yeah. That might have been a roofie attempt. No, she saw her poke, like... What were they doing? Taking the temperature No, of it? so, you know, had some foam coming up, and they were oh. poking, and I was like, I'm hey. going to drink that. Yeah, you're like, hey, that's my beer. Get your fucking fingers way, out of my beer. By the way, people who weren't, or, didn't or, weren't in on the bucket were taken from the bucket. I know, that's... Okay, this is the downside of the bucket it's of like beers. It's like a pizza. You put a bu- pizza box, people who aren't in on the pizza are dipping into what it. What you need is, a, is, is some tape or a fence around the bucket. You need fingerprint identifications on the bucket of who's in on the or bucket. Or a designated bucket watcher. That's the that's bush, trusted. The Bushman's a dick watcher, but he would be drinking out of the bucket. Yeah, if you the, put him I'd in rather have people just pulling beers out because the Bushman would be pounding the beers himself. <laughs> he likes to party. And he loves buckets of beers. I don't know if his take on buckets, but I don't think he'd be against buckets of beers. So, POBs. It uh, really is a good... I'm going to open a bar just bucket of beers, and you can only, only order option. three at a time in a bucket. Option. That's a good bar. The minimum. It's a great. It's almost like pitchers, but it's a take on pitchers. Yeah, you're eliminating the pitcher from the equation. It's all buckets. It's only you could call it buckets. Let's call it buckets. <laughs> you better bring friends because there's buckets of beers here. Is there any food or just buckets? No, no. Hey, yeah, there's burgers and buckets. But you could buy a bucket of fries. You can buy a bucket <laughs> burger. Or you can buy the fucking bucket yeah. for dessert, <laughs> and then you can shit in the bucket in the in the bathroom. It's just a bucket for you to shit in. Can I get the mother bucket split? And then your the sink is in a bucket. Everything's a bucket. It's all bucket. Maybe you have a bucket. Some strong man pulls you up in to get up there. <laughs> no, you, you pay your bill in a bucket, and then we hoist it up. Can you make a well where like something comes down to you in a bucket from like the kitchen's oh. upstairs? Or what something? if I have a well in the middle of it and it's built like a real well but it's inside but then it's just like whiskey in it and you can put the oh. bucket down there and pull it up and take whiskey. You, I mean don't how could you not give money to the Patreon we're having ideas like this that if we had money to fund <laughs> this them. This might be better than bathtubfarts.com. It's pretty good. At least my family wouldn't be ashamed to, <laughs> like, to tell 
<laughs> their friends. They're like, head on to, down to Buckets. <laughs> oh, he has this place called Buckets. Actually, pretty good idea. Way better than this bathroomfarts.com. <laughs> I wouldn't sell that short, but it is more mainstream. Oh, wait. I that. just said bathroomfarts.com, which actually would be a great audio app yeah. of just bathroom. Because when you're on the toilet, it really gets the acoustics. Yeah. It really echoes it. You know how you can sing great in the shower? Well, that porcelain really does your asshole justice. So uh, we get to the temp or the Phoenix. We go from Tempe, which is twenty minutes away. We got a nice. Uh, what was the guy's name? Marvin. I think so. Uh, Marvin drove us. In a, Once uh, we started talking in living color, that's when he really perked up. Oh, he did perk up. Yeah, drove us in a nice uh, SUV. I don't know what it was. A Lincoln. Uh, Not that Cadillac it Escalade. Okay, let's get that out. It's, we're yeah, sponsored whatever. by Cadillac now. We were shocked. We thought the transportation would be like a rickshaw. Or yeah, there were rickshaws. bicycles. There were rickshaws in Phoenix. Brody Stevens took they one. Gave last us a night. limo. We're, it was like we were like it superstars. Was, it was, it was nice. unbelievable. Uh, I believe it was the same driver because I found a granola bar on the floor that I was concerned that somebody had dropped. Yeah. You said that was Bill Burr's. I had drove him from his helicopter that he flew there. Yeah. Uh, we didn't. We flew a jet. We couldn't re- get a helicopter. No. There was no helicopters available. All, of, but, all we had was private jets. We had the same driver as Bill Burr. That's pretty good treatment. Yeah. Uh, so then I did also find a red... By the way, I don't know why we were treated like this at all. No. I have no idea. At times, I don't think we've ever done anything to deserve it. <laughs> I think maybe it was just a happy accident. Who I have knows? no idea how we... Well, I'm not sure how we got invited. Needless I'm to say. I'm not sure how we were fucking limoed around. Thank you to Rachel at yes. All Things Comedy who first said, are you guys going to Phoenix? We didn't really even know what she was talking about. We are like, we thought it was a secret everyone was keeping from us. <laughs> we're so, yeah, uh, I don't know, are we? And she's like, great yeah, accommodations. I, can, I, I mean, we're happy to be at All Things Comedy. We'll say that. What a weekend. <laughs> Free food and booze. I'm in. It was like a, being on a cruise, but you weren't on a boat. You could get off and yeah. like go away. Go do whatever you wanted. I wa- oh, and then oh, oh, you so, had an incident. You had a few street incidents. Yeah, so I walk around. I took a nap. I was beat on Saturday after the hike. But I actually like downtown Phoenix for some reason. Small, very quiet. S- small but quiet. But at night it perks up a little, but not yeah. crazy. But uh, but the homeless people there were amazing. There's a lot of them, but they lot, have, lounging, a lot of lounging, a lot of laying down, but not like the LA style. It was a different style there. No, it was laid back. It was like a laid back homelessness. Yeah. A lot of face tats on their homeless. <laughs> a lot. So I'm hanging around their federal courthouse. Did you, this before or after you saw the man near the Dunkin' Donuts? Oh, this is, I saw the man at Dunkin' Donuts on the way back. Okay. So I'm hanging out in the federal courthouse talking on the phone. It's just a big courtyard. It's not bo- boxed off. It's right off the sidewalk. And some cop starts busting my balls. Uniform or undercover? Flat jacket on. Oh, he's like ready for... This guy was ready to fucking... There might have been snipers on buildings surrounding me. He's ready for anything. Thinking that I'm doing something. Is his job specifically to watch this building? I have no idea. Okay. Because, I, dude, this downtown area was dead. Was he in a car or was he on no, foot? he came out of nowhere. He, like, snuck up behind a wall on me. Whoa. Yeah. Was he jerking it or pissing, maybe? No. He okay. was looking for me. <laughs> he was. Uh, by the way, did you have your alleged... My switchblade? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was going to cut him. I mean, had no... I'm saying that I was may, worried though. Yes, I was worried if he started frisking me. Yeah, you might not because be I don't happy. know what the laws are. And in he may Arizona. not love the fact that you're carrying a switchblade. Yeah, probably illegal there. I don't know. So I'm just but walking I think you around. You can carry guns there, can you? But you have to have a license. Oh. I don't know what. The, but they're weird. Sometimes you can carry a fucking machine gun, but you can't carry a butter knife. Yeah. Who knows? I just want to butter a bagel. Yeah. But you have to do it with a spork. So the guy comes up. He goes, "What are you doing here?" I go, I'm, "I was on the phone." I go, "I'm on the phone." What? He goes, "You can't be here." I go, "What do you mean I can't be here?" What did you did you say? Hold on. To the person you were no, talking. No, okay. I was like literally. I think 
she thought I was talking to her. Okay. But then she's like, "What do you mean? What am I doing?" <laughs> yeah. So, the, but then she quickly caught on that there was uh, an authority figure, an altercation. She could possibly. sense the O'Neill prickliness that of, of dealing with an authority. Yeah, figure. Yeah, because there was no sign. I said I couldn't be there, and he goes, "What are you doing?" I go, it's a "Public area. I'm just walking around. It was a nice, quiet place to make a phone call." He goes, "We can't be here." And I was like, well, "What's the reasoning for that?" I don't know. If I was, if I wasn't on the phone, I'd just been sitting there just to protect government people. No, but you walk by the fucking building. You could hang out on this. He goes, "You got to go." I go, "I have to walk, walk, leave." I got to walk away. He said, "Yeah, you can't be here." And so he had guns and he had fucking flat Flat, jacket. I don't know what the fuck. So I go, "Okay, maybe he was in a Halloween costume. He was just getting into (laughs) character." (laughs) Well, so I'm on the phone yelling about this guy. He's like, "There's no." She's like, "Just walk away." People get shot in Arizona all the time. And I go, you know what? I'm going to go back there. She goes, don't go back there because you're going to end up in jail. You're not going to do your shows. <laughs> you just wanted to get back there to prove a point that you could stand there. Uh, yeah. It was a nice area. What's the guy's name? Give him a shout out. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> and then on the way back, some guy, some homeless guy literally sneezed and the juices from the sneeze blew into my face. Oh, I thought you said he puked. No, it was like a puke sneeze. Oh, I thought you said no, he puked. There was stuff oh. that was coming out, but the, some of the particles, like oh. it looked like a sneeze, but it was much harder than that. So, so I'm calling it a puke sneeze. I don't know what was in there. It's a piece. But it was after he it's saw a, a guy carrying a fucking giant garbage bag full of bagels and croissants. <laughs> What's odd is that, because there's a Dunkin' Donuts right around the corner from our hotel. Yeah. And I took a picture because I found it fascinating. <laughs> Just found a huge, and it reminded me of a friend of the show, Andrew DeWitt, who worked at a, was it Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, uh, something like and that. And he, he would hit that dumpster, dumpster hard. Dumpster donuts. donuts. And he got caught, and they were like, what? They were just, it felt sad, and that's a sad. They're like, this it's isn't a, against the rules, it's a rock, but it's against the rules of humanity. And it's a rock bottom. Yeah. You've hit rock bottom. And I just see a clear bag of uh, donuts on the ground, like 50 donuts on the ground right near the hotel on the floor. I took a picture. And, I, and you're like, I saw the guy carrying that. I saw the man that was responsible for that bag. Um, so that guy must have gained a lot of weight. But then last night we get to the uh, stand-up live. It was a, last night is a weird night because some people are in costume. We were at the, like where we are is like a group of bars and yeah. restaurants, and then some people aren't. But then you're like, I don't know why you would go dressed up in a, a costume to a show. comedy show. And Doug Stanhope opened the show on like he wasn't even on the roster. That's like because he was the unofficial governor of this. He was like the ambassador weekend. He just went out. This crowd had no idea. He wasn't advertised. He just went out yeah. there, uh, opened the show, cold open, which is unheard of a guy his stature and he said uh eleanor told us today we didn't know this he said don't engage anyone who's here in costume or face paint because they're children and don't deserve to be acknowledged <laughs> <laughs> and you know what he was right because there's two people uh, we both the hard we both we both broke the we, rule from now on we got to be on separate shows because i was telling you <laughs> when i was talking to this asian guy with fucking chin pubes you go i said that to him and you were two comics before me I go, all right, we've got, it's done, it's over, we gotta go. We realized, because we did like, there was like three different things that you and I both commented the yeah. same on, and some woman after the show asked if we were twin brothers. I think it had nothing to do with yeah. what we look like. We go, we don't, what are you talking about, we don't look alike. It had everything to do with that we have the exact same thought process. <laughs> you know why, though? This always happens when, when we're doing multiple things. We're writing a bunch of shit, and we're getting ready to start yeah. shooting some stuff. It always happens when we're spending a ton of time together. You start sharing a brain. Yeah. And uh, 
The show was great. I mean, we went up late, but it was still a lively crowd. It's like 2 a.m. I've never performed that late in my life, even at the comedy store. No, but this was a different vibe because they stayed. Yeah. And uh, yeah, two people were in hardcore Day of the Dead makeup, but like... They didn't... I weren't even like good sports about no. it. You ask them and they like they had nothing to say. And it's like, you're going to wear that and then like not say anything And it was like it? professionally done. It was bizarre. It's like that grease paint was pro And then the guy, level. the one guy you said in the front, who him and his lady are both dressed in like yeah. red and black floral clothes. Yeah. And I said he looked like a Mexican Howie Mandel. And he was just glaring at me. Dude, he, I called him a serial killer. He was, he, he was, looked like, he goes, that's how he got my, that's how I got my wife. And I was like, if lady, like, we can get you, you out mean? of this situation. What do you mean how he got his wife? I said, you look like a serial killer. He goes, that's how I got my wife. She's into serial killers? No, like he, I don't kidnapped her or, oh. this woman was obviously a prisoner of his that's what he was insinuating that's crazy i don't know but yeah he was not a good sport either but uh yeah that was our uh our big last show there uh as o'neill said we were both both had a healthy buzz i would say yeah uh, bucket we were, we were bucketed I, I, i'd say that maybe it's probably second drunkest i've been on stage because i don't like to have anything before i go on stage usually I had a healthy bus. Coming. I tapered down. I think. I think where we differed is like you know you go to the you have the path that goes to the left, yeah. the path that goes to the right. You went. The I path, doubled down. You went to the path that kept going. I went to the path that tapered off. I don't, I don't know how some people some people only perform drunk. And I that's couldn't, how do, they, it. I couldn't dude, do it, dude. I'm off. Like one of the comics won't say his name. who was also a nice person to meet. Never met him in the scene. Uh, I was very high. Oh, yeah. Freaking out. <laughs> we had seen him two hours earlier. Totally normal. Uh, freaking mm, out. High as fuck. Couldn't perform. On edibles. Had an edible, and he's like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm freaking out. He was like, yeah, he was toasted. Not freaking out to the point like that he couldn't go out there, but freaking out like didn't know how it was going to go. Told me after that he had that his hands were shaking uncontrollably. And his mouth was so dry, he, he nothing could, could parch it. He couldn't talk. Uh, it was interesting, but he made it, made it through. Yeah. And we had a lot of great, uh, a lot of fun. Uh, Doug Stanhope was in the green room all night. A lot of, uh, fun interaction with him. It's good times. A lot of, uh, good talking, good stories. Uh, should we end on one article here? Should we do one quick article? One quick one. Or should I do a quick wire report? Let's do the wire it's report. It's been a while. Yeah. No, uh, no play on words there. I'm too tired for even that sort of horseplay. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I just need a couple minutes here. Just a couple minutes to. Also, I want to see evidence of the cream of the panties. Oh, that was poor <laughs> was sound quality. Breaking I apologize up. for that. All right. I have some news and notes I'll get to in a minute after the Y talk. Why Went talk? to uh, where I actually filmed the Patreon uh, video. Yeah. Was uh, the Y near the lovely Courtney's place. Yeah, well, that's not the Y that you go to. No, it's a different. Because they're going to say that Y looks pretty nice. Uh, it's weird. It's it a different same? style. It almost has a greenhouse style roof. So it's yeah. like like you're kind of it's outdoors. It's like a real highfalutin one. You're kind of outdoors, but you're not. You know, like there's big windows does on the it, side. Oh, does it open? Does, is there a no, dome on no. It? But like it lets in a ton of light, obviously. Okay. A guy told me, uh, a Y veteran who often talks to me, who creepily said to me in the sauna, I saw Santa brought you a new swimsuit. <laughs> Shut like, I swear up. To God. And you had a new swimsuit? Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking weird. And I haven't been there in the day in a long time, so he like really owned in on it fast. By the way, it's also October and you're Jewish. And what the fuck is he talking about? I don't know. I just like Santa brought you a new suit. He goes, I really like the blue on it. It's blue and black. And I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> I don't know if he made By the way, maybe. Here's uh, a little interesting. Just uh, for social interaction purposes, 
I don't think it's. I don't think you should ever comment on somebody else's. <laughs> hey, nice new swimsuit, my friend. And you don't know him. I don't hey, know. Hey, good. Guy. Also, you're you're swimming in like speedos. Yeah. Well, it's like it goes. You know, like shorts. They're called jammers. They're short style yeah. speedo. Uh, and he told me this guy really knows his why history. I mean, that's not even a joke. What is he writing a book on it? And he like loves the why. He really told me that like a legitimate. This was at your why or yeah, the my why. But why I bring it to. up is because it had the same. He was talking about a pool that style, but yeah. he was swimming in in Boston, uh, and he said it's like that. But he's like during this winter, and you see like snow, like when you turn to breathe, like it's pretty cool. He, he was like loving it. You see oh. snow falling. Okay. Like while you're, you know, there's like a bl- whatever's going oh, on. Oh, yeah, they had that my time. We had a big window at the Y, and yeah, you could see snow. But I didn't think this it was guy that really, cool. this guy really found it Wait, because you're swimming in it. I guess I don't. know. You know what's great is uh, in Canada. This place we used to stay when we'd go up there skiing is that you you would go in the hot tub and you'd be and there'd be like ten feet of snow all over you. I've never done. And you'd that. run on ice to go back inside. Yeah, I've never done that. You've, I'm assuming you steam right when you get. Oh out. fuck yeah! I mean, it's like you're on. Looks like you're on fire. Looks like your dick smoking. Yeah, looks like it's smoking a pack of cigarettes. Smoking. That, uh, what movie is that? Uh, the Mask. The Mask, there you go. So uh, this place was very small. All they have, like my place, is like a big front desk area. It just has like a shitty podium with like a laptop on it. Was this like a uh, satellite? Was this like, you, you, like you know how they have like Walmart yeah. neighborhood That's now? what it felt like. Yeah. Target neighborhood? Yeah, City Target. City Target. That's what it felt like. Was this like. citywide? It wasn't, but it felt like that. Okay. In the pool... Can only be described as a WWF '80s term. It was pandemonium. Oh, it lanes was. are tiny, way smaller than the Y I'm used to. They Whoa! What are you using? Double lanes? I'm the, I, to, those lanes look normal, dude. They're tight. You can't swim two people. I would. You would. Oh you, yeah. Well, no. I, but maybe they're just doing it so everyone gets a single lane. That's what I thought. So I was sitting there waiting, and I was like, "I'm there's not." There's no way you could go double on there's that. There's no sign in. Oh, this is a free-for-all. Free-for-all. One lane was being used. Is this like in Caddyshack when the caddies get to use the pool? Pretty much. And everyone just starts jumping in and cannonballing? (laughs) Not that, but like that version of laps. Okay. One lane is just women. uh, Jazzercising? Pretty much. And that's it. Like four old women like throughout the... Say beat it, you old bags? So I'm not going to swim through them, slalom. I'm like, that lane's out. And then one well, maybe lane, you could set up an obstacle course to swim around. It'd be interesting, but I would definitely either injure or bother someone. Yeah. And then another lane is a man and a woman, and they're like having to like swim around each other when they're coming head to head because it was very. And they're t- sharing a lane. Yeah. Are they Are they together? I find out when they're done that they are, and the woman was very pregnant. Not that that has anything to do with the story, but they were together. Should give a pregnant lady her own lane. Guy had the hairiest back and shoulders. Maybe I've I've seen in a long time. Was it one of those ones where it looks like a perm on his back, and when he's in the water, then it's just fucking all matted down? They may have to clean the filters oh, after. It, it was thick. Oh. Uh, and the woman noticed, and then the, the other two lanes were being used. There was four lanes, and the yeah. other uh, two were used. So I was just sitting there. I was like, in my head, I'm like, I can't. There's no way I can share with anyone here. Yeah. And there's no sign up. It's just a free. I've never been here. I'm like, I don't know. This just seems obvious. Yeah, dude. And people are like, who's this new guy? Yeah, they're sizing me up. Like, he, I don't know if that's a new bathing suit, but it looks nice. nice yeah. Color blue. I like the blue on Brings it. Brings out the color of his nips. <laughs> so yeah, you're, you're fucking, your toes and your hands <laughs> get blue. Your lips. Brings out the color of his lips. <laughs> so I'm waiting there. Uh, oh, and they have no locker rooms. They're under construction. So I have to change in this. Is like, this a brand new project? I don't know. They just, I've never been here. So where do you change? In the just, parking lot? They had like these set up like fucking wooden stalls. Where it you can seems s- very 
uh, perverted. It was like, odd. Like a pervert's paradise. Then I had to go, but then they had bathrooms. So I had to go in this bathroom and change. Uh, it's gross. So then I said to wait on a folding chair. And finally, the pregnant woman was like, are you waiting? And I was like, oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, we'll be done in a minute. I was like, oh, no. I was like, I don't know. I was like, whatever you got to do, do it. But yeah. So then they get out and I realized they were together. So then I start swimming. And then Did you uh, say, I hope that's a, I hope that's. You don't have a child with as hairy back as your <laughs> I did, but I said, I, I don't husband. think that's going to be the case. I think it's going to be born covered in hair. <laughs> not that I can talk. I'm not the most unhairy guy, but I'm not that guy. Yeah. Uh, also, trim it down. <clears throat> then there was a guy who uh, I couldn't tell if I should feel like really bad for the guy. or, or like I felt bad, but also felt good for him. So while I'm waiting, oh, this is also why one lane was taken. Is they have the... Uh, Liam Neeson was there? Was this taken? Yeah. My lane was taken. I had to go fly to France to get it back. You're like, hey, by the way, you might want to get out of this because I possess a certain type of skills. So a guy comes in uh, in the electronic wheelchair. Okay. Does um, he use the crane? The crane. They're really having trouble with the crane. It's no, not working? It's not working. It seems like it's dirty. So they're trying to clean it. The lifeguards Clean are, it? Lifeguards are panicked. Somebody shit in it? I just think it has ne- either never been used or not used often. And the lifeguards are panicking. They're trying to figure it out. Did you, dude, you know how to operate. You've lowered me into more than one pool. No, Red is easy, did I? Didn't. Oh, you should have called Red is easy. I said, hey, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll be down there in a minute. I can fucking, yeah. He can operate. I can a crane. lower you in. I've seen him do it flawlessly. Yeah, this is a crane. He, so this guy had, and then this may, I, I couldn't figure out if this guy was recently in an accident and this was his first like foray Ooh. into this sort of thing. Yeah. Because he had what appeared to be either one or both of his parents were there. Because this guy was like 40 to 50 years old. So the parents were like seven, you know, like older. Man. So they're there. Then he has a woman who's like helping like work with him. Yeah. Then another guy who's also helping. Yeah. So this that's four people. And then another woman as well. Jesus. And so they're all trying to figure out the crane. I'm just sitting there like, oh, man, this is like and the lifeguards are panicking because they're like, you know, obviously you need to figure yeah. this out to get the guy in there. And sure. finally, they get the crane work and they lower him in. And this guy's like, you know, and the parents were like filming him. So I don't know if it was like his first thing maybe in the he's pool. Trying to make or, some, maybe he's making progress. Yeah, I don't know what it was. But uh, so I felt good that this guy was getting in there. Yeah. But I also was like, man, you got to take every every moment you got. Can you change. never know when everything's going to change on you. But uh, I felt glad that this guy, he seemed like he was enjoying it. And like he swam a whole lap. I swear to God, I saw him. I don't know. I, and because like the people were filming, so it or seemed people like, like holding him while he was a little bit, but he swam a whole lap, like pretty much almost oh, wow. by himself at the end. The, the guy with him was like, I, he's like, that was like 90% all you, man. And it was like, you could tell, like it was like a good, oh, that's cool, big moment for did the you, guy. Did you go up to him and be like, your form sucks? I did not critique his form. <laughs> it was actually, he started before me, then I, I was done. I took like 30, 35 minutes. Longer pool than the one. So you don't I lower to. yourself in with the crane. I don't. I just jump in. Uh, I would only use the crane. It's, it seems unnecessary. And so, uh, That's the way I like, I like to enter the pool in style. And so then I got out, and he, I saw when he did the lap by himself, he had like aqua socks on. I was like, oh, his wow. shoe was like behind the other. I was like, hey, man, to the guy. Could like he his move shoes. his legs? Or he couldn't? It, his arms. That was it. Man, it's fucking crazy. But uh, yeah, so that was my time. Uh, I was having trouble doing my flip turns at that pool. Because one, <laughs> one wall is curved in the deep end. And so it's hard, like through water and goggles. 
Yeah. It's hard to tell distance. So I would like, you know what I mean? So when I hit my legs, it's where it curved. Dude, I bet you they have like something you can put on that tells you in the wall. It'll like beep. beep, I, need, beep, beep. I need an app. Yeah. <laughs> no, just like something you put on in your ear and it's like beep, 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 beep. But uh, flip turn. So that was my time uh, at the new pool. I'll do some quick other ones. Two guys came into the sauna. This is back at my home place. And uh, one guy gives, opens up, there's a bunch of us in there, opens up with, it looks freezing in here. No one, resp- I mean, great, it's just, that's great bit. Whole, really, that's your opener? No one, no one even acknowledges it because that's sort of horseshit. It's like yeah. beneath pretty much everyone hey, even there. It's not the 1950s Catskills, buddy. Yeah, it's like, shut Save the your fuck vaudeville up. act for the fucking 40s. So then another guy, his friend, and you could tell why these guys were friends, just like us, similar thought process. Gives a, it's nice and cold in here, just how I like it. It's like, really? <laughs> after the guy he, bombed? He tagged it. He bombed after he, he, it looks freezing in here? He does it, and then he tags it. It's like, oh, I, I was tempted to be like, I get it, because it's hot in here is why you're saying that. That's what you should have said. Fuck you, you idiot. I saw Hey, it. by the way, save the humor for outside the sauna. Save it for the streets. Save Ta- it for the car ride home. Call a friend with it. Nobody that. wants to be. Yeah, get you out go of to here. the sauna. You don't go to the sauna to be entertained. No. You're there to sweat. I don't want a stand-up sauna comedian. I want to sit By there. By the way, I don't know why you go to the sauna. It's very relaxing, but you do have to deal with a lot of stress. So it may cancel itself out. Uh, one last thing. I saw a lady who had side bush. Shut up. I swear to God. Creeping out? On the legs. Yeah. Ooh. Young? Old? Like 40-ish. Ooh. Couldn't tell if it was shaved and it had grown back or it was wild. She just didn't give a fuck. I'm assuming that, but I don't know. Was it like a five o'clock shadow or was it like a full beard? Pretty full beard. So you could see some long strings. It wasn't a ZZ top beard, but it was like a George Michael beard. It It was was, like it was good amount. It was like putting. uh, wasn't It wasn't hobo pussy. It was. It was like putting a thong on a clown wig. Not that, but crazy. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. If the clown just got a trim. It definitely caught my eye. Whoa. I was like, you don't see that a lot. What if it was a cost? What if it already came with bush on the side? Like it was a Spencer's gift bikini. Oh, it was like the Guy Fieri visor you can get with the hair attached? Is, it, is there something with hair? Yeah. No, yeah. It's just like a bush bikini. Yeah, like bikini. the spiky haired visor. Yeah, like, like a Spencer's yeah, bush bikini. Maybe. No, but it was a one piece. Maybe. Oh, it was a one piece? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, a lady like that's not wearing a bikini. No, you never know. Yeah, it's true. Did you go tell her? Did you say... Is there a comment box? I said, I have a very rough tongue. I could lick that off. Oh. No, I'm kidding. It's Dude, what you should do is put it in the comment box. Uh, her comment box? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, uh, but I'm going to stick this in your vagina here. You can read it later or you can read it now. It's about the hair coming out of your swimsuit. <laughs> yeah, but you can read it on the note. And the I'm note not, says it all. And I like you, people get offended about this. If that's what you want to do, then sure. But I think also we have the right to say that I'm not into that look. <laughs> yeah. I think... Just where, uh, you can do that if you want. What do they call? Uh, what do they call your shirt? Jazzers, jammers. Why don't you wear some jammer bottoms? Yeah, that could help. That's now I'm starting to think that when they in the 1920s and 30s when they, they were wearing those the one skirt? pieces with it was like a full suit. Uh, maybe they was because those bushes couldn't be tamed on dudes and women. I asked her, "Have you ever considered a wetsuit?" You were offended by the guy's back hair. That would that suit would have covered up the guy's back hair. That's true. Covered up the woman's bush. Should I do some quick? I'll do very quick shout outs and we'll get the fuck out okay. of here. Happy thirty seventh birthday to Johnny High up in Buffalo. Uh, frequent contributor, Bill Appler's pal. I don't even know if they've ever met. They're both from Buffalo, like Danish and O'Neill. Happy birthday to Eric. Not sure. I'm pretty sure it's not my birthday, but it could be. 
Uh, Alex from Melbourne emailed me. He uh, he's, he just basically said he's a supporter of the show. He's a Patreon. Uh, what do you even call? It? He's a patron, a Patreoner. Patron. He said, "P.S. I'm six foot seven. Whoa. Absolutely love crush. He's in Australia, Melbourne. I uh, absolutely love crushing wannabe tall guys' dreams by telling them I'm only six two. So he ah, that's his I five love, nine. I love it. That's his I five. love it. I love it. That's fucking great. He said, and I'm at least five inches taller than you, so you must be five seven. Ah. <laughs> so he's taking you. If only you were he, he six seven. Me. I know. I mean, the six two is great. Six, that's seven. great. And people must be fucking beside. Beside themselves. Said PPS with something like that, you have to give this guy what he yeah. wants. He said, "I'd love it if you could give a shout out to my boys, Cameron uh, Bromfield, aka Cannon Boomfield, oh. and my boy Rainy." He These said, guys are like the Danish O'Neill of Australia. <laughs> I like this guy's style. Yeah, and uh, that's all I got. Oh, and uh, Corey with a K got married. He said he played on Twitter. Oh, I saw that. He played the clip of uh, us giving him the shout out, and he said his grandmother, who went to Valpo. Yeah, weird. College is he college or university? Well, I mean, we have a high school and a no, college. No, she went oh, to Valpo the, University. Yeah, she it's went, university. Yeah, she went to the university. Oh, okay. Uh, I believe, and he said she loved it. So uh, I don't know if she's going to listen to the show now or not. But. And, well, probably. And and he was like, "Hey, one of these guys is from Valpo." She was like, "That's great." I love when people love things just because of the uh, of of where they are geographically. <laughs> hey, whatever brings <laughs> somebody it. in. Congratulations, Corey. Not yes, sure if absolutely. you're going on a honeymoon or not. Uh, should I play the Corey version? If you are thinking of a honeymoon, go to Phoenix. Or Valpo. <laughs> what about Valpo? Don't no go Valpo? to Valpo. All right. Well, I tried. All right, guys. Uh, I don't, fuck you. I don't know when the... We haven't decided what we're going to do with the live show because some people complain about the sound. We don't know how it sounds yet. May keep it for a rainy day. Uh, we may release it. Who knows? We'll may see. put it out on a midweek, but we'll. We uh, wanted to make sure you guys had the good quality free podcast that you've come to to know and love. That is the Danish. You've grown no accustomed to. We know that you have a choice when it comes to podcasts, and we appreciate you choosing Danish O'Neill. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. All right. I'm fucking ready to collapse. I know. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Take care, everybody. Let me play this song. Okay. Okay, here we go. Play that song. Danish and old Neil, Danish and old Neil, Danish and old Neil, Danish and old Neil, Danish and old Neil.